Hello out there in podcast land, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions, but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, give your insight into the film, and play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Adam. I'm joined by the maestro. Also by Cowboy. And just like that, she popped the top, and it all came squirting out. What? <laughs> wow. Okay. We're continuing our October Horror Fest. Uh, speaking of horror, wow. <laughs> These are curated curated uh, by Hollywood. So last week we did Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, no, we did Third Days of Night last week. Freddy vs. Jason was before that. Next week we have another movie, which we'll get to later. We continue. With 2008's The Ruins. Let me give you uh, information here. This was directed by Carter Smith. It stars Jonathan Tucker, Jenna Malone, Laura Ramsey, Sean Ashmore, Joe Anderson, and more. Here's a synopsis, then we'll get into our opinions of the movie. A leisurely Mexican holiday takes a turn for the worse when a group of friends and a fellow tourist embark on a remote archaeological dig in the jungle where something evil lives among the ruins. (laughs) Have you seen this movie before, either of you? Hell no. No? Mason, never heard of it? No way. All right, Cowboy? I wish I never had still. Oh, okay. This is also new for me. I've never heard of this movie. Uh, Hollywood chose it for a reason. Maybe we'll talk to him later to find out why. So... Uh, as we exit the theater, as watching this for the first time, what is the first thing that you want to say to either of us upon exit? Thank so God you w- bought the ticket. Oh, okay. Not a fan. Didn't like it. <laughs> Maestro? So this is what vegan zombies look like. <laughs> Interesting. Right. Okay. I like that. Yeah, this, this movie... I, I watch a lot of regular TV, I guess, sometimes, and I see commercials. And there's a commercial on TV. I want, I want to say it's an uh, insurance commercial or something like that. And it's a, it usually comes on around this time of year because Halloween and stuff. And it's got these, the, these two girls and two guys, and they're sitting there in, like, this scary movie type thing scenario. And they're like, oh, my God, let's run into the attic. And the other girl guy goes, no, let's go over here. And the, gr- the other girl goes, why don't we just get in this, the car that's running? And the other guy goes, are you crazy? Let's hide behind the chainsaws. And like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And then they run behind the chainsaws <laughs> and they're hiding, making all this noise, talking. They're like, shut up. You need to be quiet. And the guy is in the back of the garage. And he pulls off his mask and he looks at him like, are you guys freaking morons? That is what this movie reminded me of. I honestly feel like it's something that people would do, though. I mean, honestly, think about it this way. You heard the stories. You've been to conversations in the background listening to people say these things. Acting this way. Yeah. It's not that far-fetched from reality. That's the scary part. And and that's the, I think, the biggest uh, problem I have with the movie which is also the thing that I also liked about the movie, which is weird for me because I'm very conflicted as, as far as how I felt about this movie. As, as far as the, the story, I was okay with it. There's a, there's a lot of things that were missing, and the things I did not like about the movie was that I didn't get any explanation. So you're telling me that you're okay with cell phone ringing uh Plants that use their sounds to no bring <laughs> no that's, that's the part I did not like. Okay, so the fact that the whole so basically the entire story about the bad guy plant being who he or it is you didn't like. That's what I did not like. I, I don't know yeah. who the bad guy is, where they came from, what what what's the backstory, what are they, what is possible for them, the general premise. Of these random four, not random, but these these four plus one people, they go into a jungle to venture out, stumble upon something they don't understand. Yes. 
act the best they can, I'm down with that. As far as why is this happening and who's behind it and how did it get here, the origins and all these things that were left wide open, that bothers me. The the flowers uh, mimicking ringtones and people's voices and stuff like that reminded me of Little Shop of Horrors. (laughs) <laughs> at the end of little shop of horrors you see the smaller ones coming you know alive and whatnot you know it, it just reminded me of that but the thing that bothered me the most besides that was this not the cinematography but the editing of the movie there were some very really sharp cuts very very and and yeah. they were blatant sharp cuts it's like wait what the there's two people down there and next thing you know they they're all of them are up above now like yeah. so much so continuity so continuity yeah. issues yes yeah, big time like yeah and how much time has passed we don't know uh they they have water for like a day and maybe it seems like they've been up there for a couple days yeah there's there's a lot of uh, as far as how things progress there's a lot of holes in that plot of it the 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 overall plot where they stumble across this thing, uh, and the, the, there's okay. So so basically, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, first of all, why are you listening to this episode? But there's there's a whole thing where it's these, these uh, two girls and their boyfriends are in uh, Mexico, right? Yeah, and they they're going to go travel. We've been in the resort the entire time. Let's go check out this uh, local ruins. Which is uh, I found from some other guy on uh, some uh, Greek dude. Uh, yeah, Dimitri. No, uh, uh, Matthias. Oh no, no, yeah, Matthias. But Dimitri is the guy that they're looking for. Yes, M- M- Matthias is a uh, Greek dude. Uh, he lost his brother in the jungle, and that's he's. This is the map he gave me. Let's go check it out. So they get there. Oh fuck! Let me pull up my notes. This, this movie is is very weird for a lot of different reasons. But the, the overall premise, like I said, the, what, what gets them there, I, I'm in for. That that seems like it could happen with people, <laughs> not myself, but with other people. I can see people getting into the situation. Uh, they, they eventually happen upon a ruins, and as soon as they get to the ruins, they're confronted by a bunch of tribal people. Which are they? They're in Mexico, but they don't speak Spanish. They're some sort of other kind of indigenous people. They're Mayans. Are they Mayans? Okay. Yeah, I I, I can believe that because because it was supposed to be a Mayan ruined temple. Mm. Okay. So as as soon as they confront them, they're freaking out. Uh, the the main girl she starts backing up. Taking pictures because she's a photographer, I guess, or she has a camera at least. I don't know about photographer, but anybody with the camera thinks they're a photographer. Anyway, uh, Amy, Jenna Malone, by the way, which is from Hunger Games, that's where she's been mostly from. She starts backing up. She steps on the vines and they start freaking out. And then some other dude, which is also close to the vines, he gets shot with a bow and then shot in the head. This is where my problems start. Apparently, if you touch the vines, the vegetation, we don't know what they are yet, you are now cursed. They have no problem killing this dude, but letting everybody else live. If you're that worried about it, okay, all of you are dead. Everybody gets an arrow, everybody gets a bullet to the face, but no, they allow them to escape up up the, uh, the temple, the ruined temple, to get to the top, to now wait it out? Or die. They are uh, sacrifices. They are forcing them to go up to sacrifice to whatever god or whatever plant god lives there. Yeah, but that's the other thing. Who Who is this person? Is it a sacrifice? Or are they being they, kind? They also, they, also, they also mentioned later in the movie, uh, he comes to the conclusion they didn't want it to spread. 
Right. It's been because they started pouring salt around everything to keep it from spreading. And they all stayed behind the salt. Right. So they didn't want anybody who had been in there getting out. But the, the problem I have is that they're acting like this is the first time this has ever happened. Who is? The, the, the tribal people, the, the Mayans. Oh, I, I, don't think it's, I don't think they're acting like it's the first time it's ever happened. Why is salt being poured out now? Shouldn't it be just surrounded by salt constantly? Well, they they need sacrifices to get in there, and they they pour salt probably periodically because you know rains and stuff like that wash it away. So, if, if no tourists come to this ruins, uh, or ruin, whatever I don't know the single plural, does it start spreading? Does it get angry? Does it start attacking the villagers? Um, I don't. I don't. I. I it's all information that's left out of the whole freaking movie. But yes. when they had to find the path to get to the ruin because it was covered. Right. If this, uh, what are we going to call this? Is it a temple? It's a, it's a pyramid, yeah. whatever, whatever it is. If it's that high risk for anybody to get close to it, there should be a constant, uh, what do you call it? Guard? guard? Yeah, guard walking the parameter uh, perimeter all the time to make sure nobody gets in. They are able to get that close and then realize, oh, that's when the villagers come in and say, hey, you shouldn't be here. If it's that big of a risk, it should be a constant guard. They, they came and started setting up tents after they got there. Those tents how, should have already been how there. Do you, how do you know they were saying, hey, you shouldn't, you can't, you shouldn't be here? Nobody understood what they were saying. Huh. I guess I guess the you, you have to sort of think that they the the Americans and the the Greeks and whatever were sacrifices. People know about this temple. I mean, obviously, people have maps to it. You know, um, these guys are the the tribe people are, are clearly. Uh, not Spanish, they're like Mayan or whatever, you know, sure. and they're speaking some ancient language, you know, and they even referenced in the movie, I thought they were all, they were all gone, they were all dead, blah, blah, do you think they're Mayan? They they referenced that and stuff. So you're supposed to just assume that they're Mayan, and this is some sort of cursed temple or whatever, and this is their sacrifice to keep um, the vines from spreading any further so then why were they yelling so much for, for, what, what i got from it as soon as they came to it, like hey the the vibe they i got from them was get out of here you shouldn't be here you shouldn't why are you here you sh- get out please leave uh and then once you touch the vines oh no you touch the vines now we're screwed i gotta kill you it, it, it's it, the explanation as far as what this ruin is, this temple is, was lacking, and that's the biggest thing I had with the issue oh, yeah. with the, of the movie. No. Yeah, absolutely. There was not enough information about any of this stuff. Oh, it's an archaeological dig. No, it's a ruin. It's a temple. There's no dig uh, uh, there. No. But um, the thing is, is um, the one guy they shot with an arrow and then shot in the head – I didn't see him touch the vines. The only person I seen touch the vines was Amy because she was standing on him. Yes. So if she's cursed, let her stay and then tell everybody else to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. It, it, it's, there wasn't enough explanation as far as the background for me. And, and this is the same kind of complaint I have with, with horror movies that people are killing for no reason. Like the, the Hills Have Eyes and those, those kinds of movies where, oh, these people are just crazy and that's why they're killing why? What what brought them here? Uh, maybe it's explained in other movies, but I don't care to watch those. See, that's that's why I like Supernatural. <laughs> okay. They they do a lot of explaining, you know, why yes. this is happening, this is happening, this is happening. So you get the story. But in, in this story, like, I, I guess I kind of assumed those two girls that were sitting on the other side of the creek or whatever, up the creek or up the river or whatever, uh, when they found the path – and uncovered it, and they just sat there and watched them. 
were like the lookouts, you know. Oh, oh, we got we got some people going in there. We got some people going in <laughs> there. Blood coming in. Uh, because the thing is, is like if if they were really there to keep people from going through all this, you know, cursed bullshit of the vines and whatnot, they would be running to Mammy and Pappy and telling them, and then they'd be coming over there trying to <laughs> save people and stuff. But I don't, I didn't get the feeling that they were trying to save people from going in there and facing their doom they were kind of just watching them okay they're in there all right now let's and then the townspeople or not even the townspeople it was like only three or four guys with guns and bow and arrows following them and as soon as they got within the perimeter they stayed outside the perimeter i was like ha, ah, no you go <laughs> yeah ah, more sacrifice i see the whole Think about sacrifice. That was something that was brought up by the the Americans when they were on on top of the temple pyramid thing. Uh, they were saying maybe they want to sacrifice us. That's the only time that gets mentioned in. So we're meant to assume maybe that's what it, this whole thing is about. But back on ground level, it doesn't seem that way. The the uh, Amy at one point grabs a piece of the shrubbery or the vines, whatever, throws it, hits a, hits one of the kids from the same outpost that is trying to prevent them from getting in, and they kill that kid. So, I guess the vines at this point were led to believe have a power of some kind that if it touches you, you need to die. But to the, what you were saying earlier, cowboy. The guy that got shot with the arrow and then shot in the head didn't touch the vines yet. Amy had. They let her live. They have the ammunition. Most of it arrows. One guy with a pistol. Later on, people come with rifles. Why not shoot them right away on sight? That would end the movie, of course, but... You you wouldn't have a movie. Yeah. But, but that's the, I, that's the I, issue. I think the thing is, is like it's, it's sort of a sacrifice. Like... It, because that kid got tainted by having a piece of the vine hit him, right? So it's like he was marked for death, right? So the other people, they're making him go up there. I get the premise that they didn't want it to spread. Because here's the thing. Um, what was the uh, – Stacy, right? <clears throat> was the other girl? Yes, the vine was living in her. Yes. Had she gotten out of there into the forest, now that vine can start spreading through the forest. But if you noticed around the whole temple, except for the temple, it was all open, plain dirt. Right. <clears throat> until you get to the forest. And they, they didn't want them to get out of there. They wanted them to stay in the temple to keep that vine, whatever the spirit or evil vine it is, little shop or Seymour, to keep Seymour um, <laughs> attached to the temple and not spreading through the forest and taking over everything. Do you think that they salted the floor? They did. Okay. Yeah, but beforehand – well, I'm, it, it probably has salt. They pro that's what I was saying. They probably put more salt down there just to be sure, you know? Yeah, see, but th that becomes my, my major issue is we <sighs> consistency uh, and continuity. If this is such a big issue, that floor should already be salted. If you're trying to not spread that whatever vine it is, it should be a constant ring of salt around the entire – Example. I, I agree with you completely. I'm just arguing with you for the sake of arguing with oh, you. Oh, okay. <laughs> what I found interesting was the fact that the the plants could actually move so fast. Only when they wanted to. And only yeah, when I mean, they but, yeah, but like blood, what basically. plants do you know move that fast? I mean like I know being in fly traps they just close like that. Right. But where have you ever seen a plant like grab something and pull it in slowly or fast, or whip around like whoosh, instead of in, like right. what the Evil Dead or something like that? And that would have been a great thing to learn about. As far as the plants have a life of their own, and maybe they're from an alien planet. Maybe it's a different kind of plant that we know of. 
that is inside the temple. Maybe something came from space and crashed in that temple, and they tried to build a temple around it to contain it, and they realized they couldn't contain it, and it started growing, and that's when they started doing salt around the rim. This is all background story that we should have gotten, but we did not. Because so, the people that knew about it doesn't speak English. Is that why? N- nobody knows about it. I, I feel like the people in the town, the, the ones who were, uh, as uh, Cowboy calls them, Mayan, uh, they, they were just kind of defending themselves. Even they don't know what is happening. They just know this plant can't spread. And I'm sure they have their reasons for it, which we don't learn about. Again, th- there's so many things we should have known about whatever is living inside this, this temple that we don't know. All we know is we have plants that are embedding themselves in – once you have an open wound, they get in your wound. They implant themselves in you. For what purpose? Again, we don't know. It drives you crazy. I don't even think that it has to be an open wound. I mean like from what they were saying was those plants were so like aggressive with its, with its, uh, with its seeding that it would – as soon as you touched it, it would just grow and grow and grow. Like super fast. I mean, like you look yeah, at their I clothes. Mean, it was growing on their clothes. They mentioned that. Mm, that's true. But as far as Stacy goes, she had that wound on her leg, and it kind of embedded itself in her and planted yeah. a seed. Next thing you know, it's growing in her leg. It's growing on her back. It's growing in her head. Mm-hmm. And I, I did that one scene where she slashed what's his name's uh, hand, and then she stabbed her boyfriend. I saw that coming a mile away. Yes, I had a big problem with that. So, so the the guy, the the first guy, um, the, the the boyfriend, which I know from Westworld, he comes up and he tries to approach her and he gets his hand sliced. Okay, and then her boyfriend comes up and is like, "Hold on, I know you acted radically because uh, you're literally cutting yourself wide open. Let me try to reason with you." Stabs in the heart. By the way, that, that's the uh, from X Men. That's the uh, the Iceman that was uh, supposed to be dating Rogue. Which is a weird role for to see me play that for me to see him play in, but all right, I I'll, I'll buy it. He gets stabbed in the heart. She's obviously crazy because of these vines or whatever. Uh, we uh, earlier we saw that she was freaking out because now that we now we know the vines make noise. The vines were imitating the sounds of her boyfriend having sex with the other girl. Or the other the other guy from uh, Westworld, and so she came out. She was getting crazy, but she was also implanted with things at this point. So, so the vines penetrate your skin and start messing with your brain, taking your brain waves, and imitating your sounds. What? What? What is? Yeah. What is this? What? What is? What? What? What is? What? What are the powers? What? What are the powers of these vines? What is their purpose? We don't know. They are all powerful. Okay. <laughs> I would just like to take a giant weed whacker. Just burn the whole damn thing down. Right? Maybe they're fire retardant. You can't say that word in twenty first century. Retardant. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I I would have to say they might be fire retardant. Um because the two girls went down there with torches to find the cell phone. Yes. And clearly those flames were touching the said vines and nothing caught on fire or shriveled or anything. Speaking of which, uh, both girls were sent down. They had torches. And even, even the guy who said, I'm not sure how long these torches will last. Yet they both lit them at the same time. <laughs> my my thought in that point was light one torch, see how long it lasts, then light the second torch. So you have a, a vibe of how long this torch will last. We're down here. These are uh, MacGyver torches that we just put together on the spot based on, uh, I think, tequila and maybe some cloth. Light them both up, get down there. All right. Which, right. by the way, unless that tequila was like, I don't know, 150 proof. Right. <laughs> would not maybe. light on fire is stay on fire. Right. Because not all alcohol lights on fire. You, I mean, you need Bacardi 151 to yeah, light on right. fire. Yes. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. Those were weird days <laughs> with 151. At one point, I, I, I think I never enjoyed it, but I enjoyed the effects of <laughs> 151. The, 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 oh, geez. I can't, I can't even remember the shot we used to. Oh, yes. A shot I used to make when I was bartending that I found from another bar that started to make its round was called, uh, by Felicia. It was such a damn good shot and it had a float, a float of 151 on top. But it tasted so good and that 151 hit you on the back end, but you didn't taste it right away. It I was never, so good. I never understood lighting your alcohol on fire. If it's that potent, uh, the fire is burning off the alcohol, so it's not going to be as strong as a drink if there was no fire. Well, in the by Felicia, we didn't light it on fire. You just took the shot. Oh, good. See? That's good. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be, I assume. Anyway, there's a lot of weird things. The, the flowers you, you alluded to, uh, they start, I guess they have vocal cords, these flowers? They, they're they making sounds? No, they explained it in the movie. Um, it vibrates it, it to vibrates. create the sound. Right. Um, but we don't even know what kind of flowers these are. Right. The flowers, uh, the first time we know that they can make sound is they get down there with the torches and they're imitating the sound of a cell phone ringing, which there's no reception. So how do they know what a cell phone sounds like? Well, apparently there was a cell phone that was going up. The, 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 main, the main Greek guy that got the four to go with him had a cell phone that got reception. He had a, a world phone is what he called it. I got a world oh, phone. Oh, right, right. You know? And so he had reception. But the only reason why he didn't have it at the top of the temple is because he went to go show the one Mayan head guy his brother. And he took the phone. And that's when they all had to run up the – so he didn't have the phone anymore. But my assumption, because this whole movie is – you have to assume the whole fucking movie. Um, his brother had a world phone as well, mm. and okay. it kept going off because his brother kept trying to call him and get a hold of him, but he wasn't answering. So they heard the ringtone over and over and over again, but apparently these flowers have brains – <laughs> and uh, made a plot to lure them down this shaft on some rickety rope and wood. That I, who put that rope and everything there? Like, uh, anyway. I think it, it had to be the Greeks that, that came beforehand. This whole movie pisses me off. It's <laughs> There's not enough backstory about anything. It's all just this is happening now, and this is the this is the world. They they didn't take time to build the world that we're living in, which yes. I'm, I, I know Mister Hayes when I say it because he calls me uh, the princess or whatever. But it's they didn't take time to build the world. What is this world? What are the rules? I'm assuming it's it's my world going into every movie. My world. Tell me otherwise. This movie did not tell me otherwise. It also did not explain the rules of this world, which is not mine. So what? what is this? What is happening? <sighs> the, uh, the, the four uh, tourists that went with this guy to go find his brother and another guy that got shot with an arrow and then in the head. Um, would they just go, hey, let's go see something cool and go on an adventure, you know? I, I can understand that, okay? I get that. Um, but it, it's funny how they, they didn't bring any precautions or anything with them. And then they're at the top of this temple and they've got everything they need at their fingertips to build a backboard to get this guy up, uh, knife, lighter, lanterns, stuff to make torches. Isn't that the stuff they found in the tent? Yeah. But who yes. brought the tequila and, <laughs> like, I think that was already there. Not, not to share your point there, but uh, I think that was already at the campsite. They came with, I think, uh, maybe two bottles of water, and that's it. Everything else they found at the campsite. My, my question is, the two other guys that went there originally, what, brought all that stuff with them? <laughs> okay. Maybe they thought they were backpacking. I don't know. Well, I mean, because honestly, with two tents, or was there just one tent? I thought there was two tents. 
I think there were two. I only saw one. Uh, the one yellow tent. But there was a lot of shit in that yellow tent. Yeah. And there was a lot of stuff all over the place. And these guys originally show up carrying all that stuff up the temple. Yeah. And did the Mayans like corner them <laughs> there and make them stay up there as well? Um, who built the shaft going down and the wood apparatus that has the rope? Uh, who built all that? Like, yeah. How did all that shit up there get up there? Yeah. Uh, based on everything that got up there, I think the Mayans were a little slow to find the first group of people. But they were very quick to find the second group of people, which, again, more explanation is needed for this movie to work. But whatever. So the- I enjoyed the premise, but here's, here's what I have to say. In the beginning of the movie where Amy lost her uh, earring, and you first see – what's the guy's name? Not Dimitri. That was his brother, but the first guy. Matthias. He's on the – Matthias. He's on the other side of the pool by the bar (laughs) and here's them talking on the other side of the pool. And with all this noise going on, people (laughs) laughing, playing, drinking and music going and stuff. Here's her talking about, uh, an earring. And all of a sudden, Hey, is this yours? Hmm. And at that point I'm thinking, okay, Medeus knows what's going on out there knows about this temple and is trying to lure people out there to kill them. I thought he was going to be the bad guy, quote, unquote. And, you know, when it didn't end up turning out like that, I'm like, it's a horrible (laughs) storyline to get them out there. You know, like, like I, I, I can understand them getting lured out there by an adventure and stuff like that. But the way it happened, it, it's almost like it tried so hard to make you think that he was a bad guy, but he wasn't a bad guy. Well, there's also the whole part where they're trying to get to the ruins in the first place and they're trying to buy the cab driver and the cab driver is like, no, 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 we can't. That's uh, that's not a good place to go. Here's 40 bucks. Okay. I'll take you. So does everybody in this area know this is a place for sacrifice? Uh, I, I still don't believe that it's a sacrificial place. I, I think it's a, it's a known evil that we don't know how to contain and we're doing our best to contain it. So it's just nobody cares. There's not enough explanation of anything. So, okay. So, uh, Matthias, he's first to go down the hole. He breaks his back apparently. And uh, he's now consumed with the vines later on. They start seeing into his legs, uh, trying to take him away. They decide, uh, I think we should amputate your legs. Okay. Uh, we're here for a vacation, but... Sure. Just so happens, I'm pre-med. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I need some uh, sharp rocks. And we have some sharp rocks to amputate? This is... That's murder. It's murder. It's not amputation. It's murder. No, no, no. It's okay. Um, we have a tourniquet, and he can't think him below the waist. <laughs> All the things they're doing to first amputate the guy's legs, he he would die instantly. Uh, and then also the girl, uh, what's her name, Stacy? She's, she's got a bunch of worms in her back and whatnot. We'll just cut them out real quick. Let's just put a knife in her back. Those and, those are vines, not worms in her back. Whatever. Vines. What? But the, the, okay, yeah, great. Th- those cuts into her. Okay, I dead. I had I had a cut on my finger not too recently, and I had to get three stitches, and it was bleeding pretty bad. Yes. You know? and, and so the cut into her leg, and then the cut into her back, which looked like an X. Yep. You know, um, and and then it's fine. Without medical um, then, supplies. Yeah, and then she starts. Well, no, they had they had uh, uh, tequila to pour on it. Oh, sorry, um, sorry, my bad. And, and it's very strong tequila. <laughs> um, but the other thing is, and then she's like cutting herself. She had this huge gash across her forehead, 
And to like to the bone on her leg, even. Yeah. Dead. This yeah. is all dead. She would have. She would have. She would have bled out. And the amount, the amount of agony and screaming that Matthias went through when they were amputating his leg, he would have passed out. Yes. He would have passed out, blacked out. Well, and that's the thing. Somebody even mentioned one of the girls. He hasn't. Uh, no, I think the guy said he's he has no feelings beneath beneath his legs anymore. He can't feel it. Then why is he screaming? Yes, said everybody watching. <laughs> this is not. No, I guess he has some feeling. I. It's just the the thought of somebody watching you cut your legs off that would make you scream. No. No. Well, I'll, I'll be I'll be quite honest with you. When I was in seventh grade, um, I'm sure you've seen the scar on my left elbow. I cut my elbow open pretty bad to the point where it went all the way down to the bone, and I actually saw my elbow flesh hanging there. Right. Mm. Oh God. And I could have won the. Not to be sexist, the girls' national screaming contest that year. <laughs> but in retrospect, thinking back to it and and whatnot, I didn't feel anything. But you were still I screaming. Feel, I didn't feel pain. I was screaming from the sheer terror of what I was seeing. Oh, interesting. Because I actually severed the ulnar nerve that goes to my pinky and half of my ring finger on my left hand. And I didn't feel a lot of pain. It was pure craziness seeing that. That was the terror that I seen. Hmm. The amount of pain was, you know, so I can imagine that, yeah, he probably didn't feel it. But the fact that he saw them smash his leg with a rock and then start hacking and cutting it with a knife. He may not have felt it, but he saw it happening to him. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. All right. I mean, that would freak the hell out of me too. I'd be screaming. Yeah, I I guess so. Even if I didn't feel anything, I wouldn't be going, Oh, Hey, that, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing that, you know? <laughs> no, of course, of course not that. But uh, I don't know. He obviously didn't feel enough to die or pass out. Yeah, we, he wasn't dead until the the plants started trying to drag him away. I'm like, okay, no, now he's over. I did like how the plants were dragging his leftover legs away. <laughs> that was funny. So, do they not need like, blood like, to survive? Cool, but funny. I, I don't know. They, they they survive on flesh. That's what I'm saying. But here's the we thing. We need more information. We do need more information. But if you assume that they survive on flesh and blood, right, uh, why then would the Mayans bring sacrifices to them to keep them alive? Why not just starve them so they die? Right. Unless they – also live by photosynthesis as well. <laughs> what did you think about the plants as far as how they looked and how they acted? They look like pot plants. I some. thank you. As soon as I saw them, I'm like, oh, I feel like this is weed. There's weed going off yeah, of these. Right. Uh, this is a weird. The shape is uh, definitely weed. As far as I know, weed doesn't make you uh, aggressive. <laughs> and killing people. But I don't know. I'm not a botanist. Hey, that actually worked that time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but you play one on this podcast. Right, yes. Okay, so the plan then. Cheese? The, <laughs> cheese and rice. Uh, the, the plan uh, towards the end to get out of this whole situation is uh, the guy that I know from Westworld pretends his girlfriend is dead, comes down the temple and and puts her down on the floor and then lures them away, starts walking away from where she is. And they all have their bows and arrows and one pistol and a couple of rifles trained on him the entire time while he gives a speech. 
why if they're that concerned about everything spreading goes back to my first point as soon as you know these people are on sacred ground that could have major catastrophe involved in it shoot them kill them end it my 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 other question sorry go ahead maestro i just don't think that they think it's um so I don't think that they believe that it's uh, some sort of sacred ground. I just think they know it's dangerous and that they know that there's nothing they can, they can do. And what they're trying to do is what do you call it? Safeguard the, the rest the of the heroic. world. Okay. They think, because, they're, they think huh? they're being the good guys. They think they're being the good guys. Yeah. It's like uh, some sort of theory. But um, also, if you think about it, I mean, like the reason why they're doing this is just either to A, protect themselves and everyone else of the world or um, what you were saying, the thing that it was um, some sort of like deity or something like that. But if they were trying to protect the world, why not kill them instantly? As soon as they got too close. And that's what brings it back to Daniel's sacrifice theory. See, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't buy the sacrifice thing because they're too freaked out. My main my main issue with that whole scene with him luring them away is at one point when they were up top, they were looking down. It was like the whole village was setting up shop there. And he said, there's like 50, 60 people down there. But in that scene, he only lured like six, seven guys away. And that was all that was left. And then she goes running when he says, Amy, you need to know her name, Amy. And then she gets up and starts running. That was the cue for her to get up and start running, right. apparently. Um, she runs through empty bushes, but then a couple scenes later as she's running, they they show right where she ran through, Oh, there's ladies and everybody just sitting there. <laughs> Is that right? I yeah, that. but I they that weren't scene. there when she ran through there the first time. Like Nobody uh, was there. All seven guys that were left, apparently, he had lured – to the far end of the temple. Right. And then, yeah. I did notice as soon as, as soon as she started running away, she was getting shot at with arrows and bullets like way too soon. Like the, 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 we were led to believe that she caught them off guard, but as soon as she hit the forest, they were onto her right away and right on her heels. And then she gets to the, uh, the car Starts it up. She has enough time to figure out how to start the car because it's not starting right away. Meanwhile, seconds ago, she was being shot at with arrows and, and, and gunfire, but there's enough time for her to start the car and drive away. And then the ending scene we have is she's driving away. Oh, she got away. Thank God. She's safe. Wait. She's got those same things in her face. And that's the end of the movie. So, this is supposed to set up a sequel, I think, maybe. We don't know. Nothing is explained about anything yeah. in the movie. So, I was curious about this film after watching this. I didn't look up any of the specs for the game, but I looked at like the theories. Okay. So turns out that this isn't the only version. This is based off a novel. Yeah. Right. And that there is a different ending. Yes, I saw that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. If that if you know that, then I won't say any more. No, please go. The rest. No, go oh. on. I didn't. Well, I didn't di- dive deep, uh, probably as far as you did. And I, I I didn't like the movie well enough to even care to know anymore. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about it. As soon as I found out that it was based upon a novel, that got me curious because there's so much information not given in this film mm-hmm. that there has to be a lot more premise, a lot more theories, a lot more anything that this film was not giving that this book probably had that probably would have made this film so much better. Right. Was the no- Was the novel called The Ruins? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was looking, I'm like, why? Why is this movie even being made like this, you know? What? <laughs> and then it comes to my mind that when the movie comes out, that people like to do this thing called, 
like uh, artistic um, license. Like yeah, where they they feel like yeah, it's kind of like the book, but this is what I think about it, right. and that's where it usually that's where usually fan and shit usually come in the same play. When this movie ended, uh, I watched it with Annie, and we both sat there for. I'm not exaggerating, at least three to four minutes in silence trying to figure out what just happened to us. And then once that time period ended, I hopped online, what's happening with this? And I did research uh, and (laughs) all I found was, I thought was a real movie. Turns out it was a fan made version of the movie. The sequel with Bradley Cooper and uh, and a bunch of other people. And, and I started trying to find it. Where's the sequel? Where's the sequel? I need to know what happens next. Nothing. As far as uh, cinematography goes, movies, there's nothing that comes after this. Maybe in the novels we'll learn more. Uh, we would have more information. But this movie did not give enough information for me. And I became obsessed trying to find out what is going to happen. And... I found nothing. So this whole thing was an empty movie. I, 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 when it ended, I thought, you know, this is kind of a good uh, psychological thriller, but I need more answers. So I need to find the answers, and answers are not there to be seen. Maybe in the book, but as you guys know, I'm not going to read a book, <laughs> especially based on a movie that I'm confused about. Uh, I'm actually curious to read the book to see if I can make sense out of the whole story. It, it seems like it could be a good story. And maybe the, the novel is fantastic and the movie just botched it like every movie ever does to all books. But this movie just uh, – it's weird. This, this is usually uh, – for spoilers, I end up liking the movie more. As we talk about it, I like it less as we talked about it. Coming in, I I was going to say I enjoyed this movie. <laughs> as we talked about it, yeah, no, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on, man. I mean, like, uh, like warping, like, plants to eat flesh but know how to make ringtones and voices. That should pretty much have been like a no right from the beginning for me. It would have been better if they explained more about the backstory of what is this plant living thing. Uh-huh. If it was an alien, they came down and his whole objective was to spread like a virus. I'd be down with that. But we have nothing. We know nothing about what this plant creature thing is. Yes. Except that it likes to... Touch you, yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're bleeding or dead. Yeah. Hey. Uh. Stacy was cool to look at before she started cutting herself. <laughs> yes, she was. Indeed, she was. <laughs> so you're saying that's the like the redeeming part of the film was Stacy? No, that was the only highlighting part. Of the film. <laughs> gotcha. It, it was weird for me because I recognized a lot of the actors. So I thought, yes. oh, I recognize these people. This uh-huh. might be good. And then nope. by the end of it, and, and in fact, through the entire movie, I thought, this is a decent movie. And then at the end, when I got no explanation, no backstory, and the way it ended, it was like, whoa, now I'm out. I'm out. I was on board for maybe 95% of the movie, and then now I'm 100% out. <laughs> yeah, even if at, like, towards the end, you started to get, because some movies are like that, you start to get the idea of what the plant is or how it became and stuff throughout the movie or towards the end of the movie. This, nothing, yeah. nothing whatsoever. Yeah, like, I mean, when, when Matthias or whatever it was talking about uh, ancient ruins, didn't mention anything about plants consuming the temple or, or anything like that. So uh, I was not expecting like 
a deadly plant that moves really fast and consumes bodies and stuff to be the evil in this movie. And mm-hmm. when it, when that became it, I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> uh, there was a part early in the movie where the, uh, you saw things moving in the plants. And I was expecting it to be like a spider or something. Uh, some other being controlling the plants that was making all this happen. But we have nothing. We have n- no explanation about anything about the plants. That's my biggest gripe with the movie is we have – I need a backstory. I need to know why this is happening in order to appreciate all the things that I've seen. And we got none of that. You buy me the book. I will read it and I will let you know. All right. <laughs> well, audiobook. Uh, Merry Christmas, I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't waste a Christmas present. <laughs> All right. Uh, any of the thoughts about the movie before we move on to the rest of the game? Okay. My thoughts about this film were the plants were the leading reason why this movie sucked. Why so? Well, okay, give or take the fact that like they were going off the least amount of information possible, where nothing was explained. Like you let that slide simply because if they were going there for the specific reason and wouldn't understand what they were talking about for those the indigenous people, then that makes perfect sense. Now, the whole idea about the plant literally doing everything like that doesn't make any sense for me. The fact that it has the superpowers, the fact that it's still there. The fact that it's feeding off of something and what is it growing off of? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, to tell you the truth, if it eats flesh only, or if it doesn't eat flesh only, if it uses a uh, solar solar rays in order to grow as well, why would it be so predatory towards flesh? I don't get it. Does none of it make sense? Well, the other thing that doesn't make sense is at some point I was thinking that maybe you would find the heart of the plant yes. down below in the middle of the temple where they go down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that would even make more sense, you know? Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. But n- none of that. Like, are you supposed to assume that the room that they go in to find the cell phone is like the heart of the plant, but that it's just plant? <laughs> yeah, just more plants. It's, it's not even the roots. Like, uh, this this vine or plant didn't even have roots. It was just all above ground. It didn't go in ground because it crawled around the ground. Like I don't, it was stupid, 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 stupid. I wanted this to be a good movie. From the beginning, I thought I'm, I'm buying into everything you're doing. But when it didn't explain anything, I'm out. I need can we move on? Can we move on, please? Yeah, I, don't want to talk, I don't even want to talk about this movie right. anymore. Yeah, moving on. Okay, very good. <laughs> so we're going to do the Rotten Tomatoes game. Rotten Tomatoes. This is where I give you guys reviews from the critics and the audience so you guys can better guess the score on the tomato meter and the audience. So if you're not familiar with the game, it's an average score between 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 059 is rotten, 6084 is fresh, 85 and up is certified fresh. Let's start with... Uh, let's start with bad reviews. Hold, oh. hold on a second. Hold on a second. Maestro. Mm-hmm. Um, you want you to bet? Not, not literally, but you know when you're playing cards? Yeah. You, you bet and you don't look at your cards? <laughs> okay. Do you, do you, do you want to play this the first round blind? Oh, yeah, sure. Let's do that. Oh, you want to guess right. the the score before the reviews? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. T- you want me to go first? All right. Critics. What uh, do you think? You the critics suggest that you go first. Okay. I'm gonna say 22 for Ooh, the critics. Okay. That's a good choice. Oh, I'm gonna go with 40. All right. Here's the critics. Top critics. Good reviews first. Uh, this is from Peter Bradshaw. From Guardian, it had me squirming, and the sheer <laughs> anarchy and amoral chaos involved was refreshing. Here's from uh, James Bernelli from Real Views. 
The Ruins does what a good psychological horror movie should do. Rely on tension rather than gore to achieve its aims. Did you do that purposely? No. <laughs> I thought I misread it. It was like, gone? No, it's gore. Okay. That's fine. Good reviews. Uh, bad reviews now from the top critics. Scott Tob- uh, Tobias from AV Club. In compressing the novel down to a sloppy abridgment, the film fails to capture the eerie, potent... Uh, what? Portent? Mm-hmm. Let me start over. Where are we at? 57. Okay. In compressing the novel down to a sloppy abridgment, the film fails to capture the eerie, portent... Of its settling. I don't know what that means. It's a better view. Okay. (laughs) It's a bad written review of a better view. Uh, Owen Gleiberman from Entertainment Weekly. The Ruins is lumpish, static, and obvious. It's a gringos go home (laughs) cautionary (laughs) fright flick done in a sprint of a cheap 50 horrors movie. Except that it leaves you longing for the com- oh. except for oh Jesus Christ, except that it leaves you longing for the competence of a grade Z studio system trash. Wow. I, I don't. I don't think Jesus Christ could help this movie. I don't know what's happening here. These are weirdly written. All right. So, based on those, you want to change your scores? Nope. No, okay. The no. Toma- the tomato meter has us at 48%. Oh. Make sure it gets it. Now, for the audience, you want to go blind again or you want to hear reviews first? Dude, let's go blind. I like this idea. It's fun. Yeah, <laughs> let's, go, let's go blind. Uh, go for it, Maestro. Okay. Um, 44, 48%. Oh, wow. I'm sticking with my, I'm sticking with 40. Yeah, I'm hard 40. Oh, I was going to go 38 Ah. All right, 38. Here's the audience reviews. Let's do bad first. This is from John H. The flower was ringing like a cell phone. How was it doing that? I don't know, Eric. These are quotes from the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know either if it kind of sounds stupid. That's because the film is... The plants chase them. Yes, that's right. The plants chase them. I've done nothing more to really say about this film. And if what I've told you isn't enough, stop watching it. You're a fool. (laughs) Another bad review. This is from Elora B. Oh, my good golly wash. The weed plants budding roses are going to embed themselves inside you and whisper to passers-by. I watched this fairly buzzed and still couldn't get into it. (laughs) Please watch The Descent instead. UK version preferably. (laughs) Good reviews from the audience. Martin A. This is a great horror film. Creepy. Cruel and very compelling. It deserves a lot more credit than it got. I wish I had ended. I wish I had ended differently, or explained the reason for the contaminated and why it was there. Mike T. Wow, another decent flick that was super fun to watch. I had an amusing time, amusing time, oh. and felt invigorated after watching. Oh, my God. It was definitely really neat. Okay. This may be a translation. <laughs> uh, he, uh, <laughs> apparently, his amusing time, he didn't watch past the the scene where they were leaving the resort to go to the... Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think that may have been translated <laughs> review. But, okay, so those are the audience reviews. Staying with the scores... Okay. The audience has this at 30%. 
Oh, oh my. Cowboy gets it. Wow. So the critics like this more than the actual people that want to watch the film. Uh, yeah, not by much. <laughs> Still rotten by both counts. All right. Paul G. and Gary Oldman were not in this film. We like to play a game where we put them into the film to make it better because they make most films better. So if you had to take somebody out of this movie and replace Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman, who and why? <laughs> uh, that's difficult to say because these are all young kids. Yeah, I would, I, I would say Gary Oldman needs to be Matthias. Okay. Because he, he, he would do a, a, a good job. As a Matthias, guy with no legs. Yes, eventually no legs. Yeah, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, you got new legs. <laughs> I like Paul Giamatti as the um, the the mind Plant? guy. No, <laughs> the guy yelling. Uh, maybe it's mo- mostly body type, uh, but just yelling <laughs> <laughs> randomly and shooting. Uh, Paul G. Motti needs to be the heart of the plant. Oh, okay. Ooh, oh, okay. How, but how what is this, the heart guys? of the plant? We don't know. How about this? How about no? How about this? How about instead they play the dead bodies that came out of the plant? <laughs> Not enough speaking roles. They need to be speaking. That's why. All right. Not, yeah, I feel not, like the not, shock of just showing their bodies. They're like, "Oh, here it is. it's uh, it's Giamatti. Oh my god!" But, but we're sp- that wouldn't make the movie better. <laughs> would made it better for me. I'm like, oh, I finally showed up. <laughs> the movie would still suck. That would be the highlight of that one moment in the movie because the dead bodies you only see them for like maybe a, a few seconds. Right. <laughs> I mean, I like Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman, but to have them in the movie for two seconds. As a dead person with no speaking roles, no action, no facial expressions, no emotion, would be like, ooh, that was cute. Okay, this movie still sucks. I mean, Paul Giamatti is the cab driver. <laughs> the guy, no, you can't go up mm. there. Okay, I'll go. I'll take you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do trivia. This is part of the yes. show where I give you guys little bits of facts or free machine. You know, you may not know about the film. Hmm. In the novel, there are no ruins to speak of, just a hill overgrown with vines and the shaft cut into it. Director Carter Smith suggested changing it to an ancient Mayan temple. Look at you, Mayans. I didn't get Mayans until you mentioned it. All right. Though the film takes place in Mexico during the summer, it was shot primarily in Australia during the winter. Yeah. All right. So it turns out those plants were not weed. Pumpkin vines inspired the look of the carnivorous vines in the film. That makes sense. In Australia, also, their wintertime is our summertime. Oh. All right. The graphic amputation scene was the first to be, to be presented to the studio executives for approval. Uh, this one I put in there because I don't know if you watched the ending credits. Uh, ben Stiller showed up in the ending credits. Did you guys see that? No, I didn't watch the ending credits. What happened? Ben no. Stiller was involved with this film for the reason that he's a friend of the novelist, Scott B. Smith. I saw his name at the end, and I was very confused. Why is Ben Stiller involved in this? Friend of the author. There you go. So what was his involvement in it? Uh, Producer, I assume. Ah. All right. Uh, He sucks. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I agree, but for a lot of different reasons. Uh, Money Makes the World Go Round. Let's put this film into perspective. Other films that were released this year, so we get a feel financially held up to its peers. The budget for this film was $8 million. What do you think the overall worldwide gross of this movie was, U.S. and foreign? I feel like this is like a Blumhouse kind of thing, even though I know Blumhouse didn't do it. 
but I feel like this is kind of like a Blumhouse kind of enactment. So basically, low amount of money for this film, high return. I'm thinking 50. All right, Cowboy. Uh, I'm going to go 28. Ooh. In the U.S., this grows $17.4 million. In the foreign box office, this grows $5.3 million. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Total worldwide gross, $22.8 million. Cowboy gets it. Yay. This film debuted on April 4th, 2008 with $8 million. Wait. But it made the entire amount in the first day. Uh, the budget, yes. This is for advertising and all the other things. Okay. Yeah. This was the 125th hash crossing film of 2008. 2008. You want to take a guess at what the first ranking was? Was Avengers again? No. I'm concerned about your face, uh, Maestro. Why are you so serious? Uh, oh, you dick. <laughs> it was The Dark Knight. Yes. Great movie. That was 2008's The Ruins, directed by Carter Smith. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpack.productions for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. Next week, we continue our horror fest. Yes. With The Craft. Oh, thank God. Okay, cool. All right. Yay! Okay. <laughs> Lies, <laughs> Lies oh, that's so much better. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Appreciate it. Until next time, I am Adam. I'm Cowboy. I'm Cowboy. And, oh, yep, 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 yep. That's the other guy. Uh, starts at M. Manana. Ace Girl.